2: baby. Oh yeah. I, I did a little me. hand bone for you. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the handbone. Yeah, ha- yeah. Handbones hand bone. uh yeah, it's nobody it's 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 underrated instrument. Yeah for body. You know? I can't do it. I just yeah, I you enjoy can you're a drummer. Guy. How can you not do a hand bone? <laughs> you're a drummer man. Let's see the technique. No, it's just you gotta go back and forth. You do the legs. You do the thing. You know. You just, just whatever. You're doing nothing. You're just spazzing out. It's really just, <laughs> I'll it's sometimes
3: like, drum on my on my chest or something like that, but I don't.
2: Just, I don't do it. Just pretend you have a lot of mosquitoes on you. you Ooh, know, you're oh. just like.
3: <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> Okay, I yeah. uh, got it. Got it. Yeah,
2: you, you, uh, this show is the worst. <laughs> I'm <gonna> bring... <laughs> Is that it for our band? That's our comedy <laughs> our comedy band is horrible. I'm going to break I'm going to bring the guys in early. That's I'm off. You're definitely off. So, uh, yeah. Oh, but uh, yeah, all right. We'll bring the guys in. Like uh, uh, my other co-hosts, give it up for Adam Holtz. <laughs> 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 and who's the other guy? Jeffrey Paul. <laughs> Thank you. You guys have to save me. I don't feel funny. So. I, don't think, I don't think Anthony and I can do good comedy banter today. So we brought you in. <laughs> brought you I was, in I was enjoying that. Save us. Stuff. No, you're, uh, you're one one funny. Thing. You're funny. <laughs> it's me that I'm worried about. I, uh, one
0: minute and Anthony blew it. <laughs> Anthony blew
2: it. One minute and he got the hook. He got the
3: hook. <laughs> <laughs> like the Apollo.
2: Ah! <laughs> man comes in. With- <laughs> it was, yeah, it was that handbone. It was very disturbing. Uh, <laughs> come on, man. You're a drummer. You can do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony and I are, uh, what we call just straight comedians. Like whenever I'm the same way, Anthony, like when we're like, and I guess Jeff said, well, Jeff's a little more animated, but he's not very good at it either. Like act outs. Like I don't, oh, I don't know. Too. I'm better. <laughs> yeah. Huh? I'm better at my act outs, act out voices. I, I wouldn't want to see that. I think it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're better at just getting angry and just going after your wife or all the stuff you talk about. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think. Are you getting better? It's a phenomenal dancer. Now you're getting good at the acting. Come on. Are you do what do you? I've what's always, your uh, act outs? Do you move on stage and jump?
0: Oh around? yeah, yeah. <sighs> definitely a lot. You know As I'm getting more and more comfortable, you know, and like yeah. really like like getting comfortable. I mean, I think your act outs kind of like you know, especially when you're doing like a long set. I'm doing like you know, thirty plus. Man. Yeah, definitely. I don't want
2: know. I it. don't agree. I I don't agree at all. I think it should be safe for like Jim Carrey. You know what I mean? Brian Regan. <laughs> I think there's six guys that should do act outs. You know what I mean? they're good at it what do you have a close i feel like you have a closer it's an act out that's why you're saying this <laughs> Yeah, uh, you're like I can't find depends. my keys and then you run around the stage like what do you, what are you, what are you <laughs> where are my keys <laughs> i handbone
0: uh, yeah, now people are going to come see me you're giving away my clothes <laughs> it's a big I'm a tw- keys it's a f- 20 minute build up to where I lost my keys <laughs> I go and then, I'm around the club looking for the keys and then I find that they're in my hand the whole time
2: uh, hey this guy I like, it. I like it we're all selling out Anthony's selling out you're selling out with your closer I like <laughs> oh, how about you, Adam? What have you been doing? Just reading depressing magazines or something? What are you up to?
1: <laughs> just getting uh, prepared for uh, heading out to Utah. Utah? Ooh, I'm going yeah. to Utah. How long are you going to be there? I'm, I'm heading out there uh, Friday. How long are you going to be there? Uh, I think um, till Tuesday? Friday till Tuesday? or ah, Just going
2: to miss me. I'm going to be there the 1st through the 4th. 31st uh. through the 4th. Well, we tried. Cool. yeah,
0: We're going to be back in time to see uh, Dirty Honey, right?
1: Right. Uh, Dirty Honey and uh, Mammoth.
2: Right. You know, Anthony and I don't like you guys discussing concerts you're going to uh, without us. <laughs> yeah, it gets very you, rude because... If you guys uh, would come back here, you know... Why don't you come go. here? Anthony's going to be here I, soon, and then you yeah. guys come up here. Yeah. We're going to you know?
3: be going to so many concerts together. Right, yeah. that's I could
2: afford California once you realize how <laughs> tough California is. We're all working at Target, we'll yeah. We're Ford. <laughs> <laughs> I make it look really good on Instagram, let me tell you. Yeah, like, I
3: know.
2: Yeah, it's rolling pennies. Remember that rolling pennies? Like, yeah, every, sure. yeah, you had to put them in the thing. It's like, uh, yeah. That was that was that was intense. I loved it. it like, my summers, my summers were just rolling pennies, Funyuns and Dr Pepper for the weekend. You know. <laughs>
3: Then Coinstar came
2: along. Yeah. Then you could just throw them in Damn. loose. That's pretty kick-ass though. I like Coinstar. Coinstar's funny though because you'll just like you'll have a whole bunch of coins in there, and then there'll just be random shit that's just in there. You'll be like yeah. Boy, <laughs> Boy Scout metal, and you're like a paperclip, paper clip. Like yeah. CD, you're like a, a squeeze CD. You're like how'd that get in there? I was looking for that. <laughs> Wait, what, is, what is that? What? Coinstar. Oh come on. Oh. You know coin CoinStar is. I, I, I don't know what that is. You
3: put yeah, your you coins do. in, it counts them up.
2: It's like you, Where do you get do they have like, that in New York? Yes. I've never seen it. One of the
3: banks. I forget what bank had it.
2: Jeff's making good money, so he doesn't have to count coins. He's he's not in in a life where he's dumping a coffee can full of coins into a supermarket machine, and it gives you a receipt so you can actually buy groceries that week. Anthony, that's the life we're living. Well, it's because of the act outs.
3: Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah,
2: I don't think so. No act outs. I'll 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 die on this hill of coins before I do an act out. Hey, look at me. Yeah, I tried it. I try it. And it's just it just falls flat every time. And uh, Nate's funny, too, because he'll he'll get up there and he'll try to do something a little animated. And, and, you know, it's just like it's so uncomfortable for him because he's just so used to not putting energy out. So I think it's just a thing. But sometimes whatever, Anthony, uh, you just have a guitar, so you don't need an act out. Like that's that's the energy. Like you just play the guitar. You could do like the guitar to hard strum or whatever. Like that's your version of it.
3: Yeah, yeah, but I, you know, I don't really do voices or accents, and I don't, I'm not animated when I when I speak. So yeah, it's.
2: Oh, it, I, it I noticed. I saw. Good. I saw your work today, and uh, <laughs> stick to the guitar, <laughs> <laughs> straight on the guitar. I think that's where you go. Uh, oh, all right, boys. I guess we got a show to do. I don't know. Yeah. I think we should just talk about something else besides music. <laughs> I always yep. get tired of the things I do. You know what I mean? Like I did a podcast. We talked about, you know, like comedy, comics. And then after a while, yeah. I was like, I just can't talk about my worst hell gag anymore. <laughs> and, <then> now, <laughs> and now with music, I'm like, all right, here we go. Another album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next time, maybe we'll do VHSs next month. I don't know. Yeah. I like switching let's, it up, man. We'll do Dustin's VHSs or something. Yeah. Like it
3: out. We, could t- we could talk about great. like music, music yeah. movies. Like yeah. I, I just well, saw we, the... I saw the Foo Fighter movie, the uh, oh, Studio God. 666. Ah.
2: Why did they let them do things like that? It was, <laughs> was it that bad? <laughs> like it was, I, I thought
3: it was fun. It was oh pretty my good.
2: God, go away already! I, <laughs> Kurt Cobain is rolling over in his grave what he's what he produced. Oh my God, was it good?
3: I guess it's they,
2: trying to. It, it was kind of like fun. The Beatles, like the Beatles. Yeah, movie, yeah. It right? was like trying the Beatles. To
3: be it was like a live, almost like a live action kind of Scooby Doo yeah. mixed with uh, except with the Beatles, uh, the music was Evil really dead. good. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the they the music was good because they it wasn't really Foo Fighters' songs. Mm,
2: gotcha.
3: They were uh like they find this old tape of this band that died in the house before them uh. and it was like from Satan or whatever. And so so then they're kind of stealing this song. It, it's so it's like a,
0: What's a kind the name of metal of the band thing. that they're supposed to be. Uh
3: well they're playing them, but the name of the the fake band in the movie is uh Dream Widow.
0: Yeah, yeah they're so coming it, out with an album.
3: Yeah, yeah, Dave Grill's recording. Yeah. The single's yeah. pretty good. It's like a kind of thrash. <sighs> just, uh, very
2: heavy stuff. It's just too much, man. Like there's so many bands that don't get a shot and these guys just do every single genre. Come on. Man. Yeah. Get, you get to do a disco album then yeah. you get to make a stupid movie. And then now you're going to do so now you're doing a fake band. Come on, stop it. <laughs> 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 this band just living in their van right right yeah. now, just eating Cheetos. And these guys <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I'm over the Foo Fighters. I can't take I, I'm surprised you actually said that. I've never heard you kind of go, yeah, they're not. It wasn't you know bad songs because they weren't playing Foo Fighters songs. So, yeah, you know, I guess you're not crazy about everything they do. Which oh, I thought, the new, I thought you the, had. the attempt.
3: newest stuff, I can't. I mean, probably like
0: after In Your Honor,
3: it's really hard to listen to their stuff.
0: I'm glad to hear you guys say that, especially what Dustin just said, because yeah. people just seem to like anything the Foo Fighters put out, it's like automatically auto-response. Oh, it's great. It's the best thing. No. I agree with you 100%. You know, I'm, I'm tired of everything they really put out. I think everything are, is
2: great. I think they're just they're darlings, you know what I mean? They're yeah. I think they're super yeah. cool guys. Cool guys, and, you know, and so I think a lot of that has to do with it, you know what I mean? They're not difficult 100%. like like Anthony's very difficult. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, he has a harder it's time. True. It's true. I'm like <laughs> the grumpy Dave Grohl. Yeah. And I'm I'm resident Dick. So we all, you know (laughs) so we all got a problem. The only one here is nice is Adam. I mean, Jeff's always talking, I'm driving Mercedes. So he's he's one percent privileged. So he's gonna have that wall to go against. Again, it's act out money. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to see that set. I think we're gonna have to have a coaching session on that one. <laughs> oh, I, to I like re- roast at each other. Hey. It's not roast, it's love. I miss Man, those days. Stop getting me in trouble. I was getting <laughs> trouble. Get me in trouble. Then Jay's gonna be like, get roasted, everybody. Get me there. And then like I get emails and I'm like, ah, oh, it's just a, it's ridiculous. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um oh, here's an album I, I think i bought this album because of uh adam because adam always like this broody you know period music and uh this is uh for the it's a horrible way to bring out mazzy star but <laughs> mazzy <Right>. star <laughs> uh so tonight that i might see i was not very familiar with her um but uh you know fade into you's great song what's the big hit on this one um fade into you right yeah Yeah, that's the big one. Yeah. Uh, This is good music. This is like, you know, I I enjoy buying music, you know, that I don't know much about and then trying to enjoy it. This is from 93, I believe. So a lot of the 90s I I missed because I was going through a religious phase. And so, so that's why a lot of my music thing is, you know. This, i'm catching up if you will but um this is a cool album to just you know light a candle and be depressed to <laughs> but um it's uh what they call it, dream pop i think is oh, what pop. this is called yeah. bedroom like, pop yeah bedroom pop dream pop something like that but uh yeah this is good stuff man you know and uh, adam and i share a um you know, Cowboy Junkies thing together. Mm-hmm. And so anything that's, they're definitely not, she's not that, but it has, you know, kind of that mood to it, you know, but uh, Cowboy Junkies are a little more strings and things like that, a little more folky, but, yeah. uh, but this is, uh, this is good stuff. You like him Adam? I feel like you do. You like Mazzy? Mazzy
1: yeah. I, I haven't yeah. listened to as much of uh, Mazzy Star, but, um, you yeah, I always enjoyed Fade Into You. I, yeah. I always thought it was a great song. Yeah, that's good. You know, you get a little depressed, but... Right. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta...
2: <laughs> Every one of your picks, Adam, has just been depressing. So... Oh, except for
1: Courtney Barnett. That was uh, a little bit lighter. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> it was still... <laughs>
3: it,
2: was like, <laughs> except, it sounded light, though, if it's, you didn't right. pay attention to the lyrics. It's, yeah. now the lyrics were deep, but it was yeah, like... I, it. Just, it was the, 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 I guess the musical arrangement was a little more upbeat, I guess. I've been uh, listening to her all week since since the last show. You?
3: Yeah. Huh, all right. I'm digging
2: it. Really? See, I never listen to the ones you guys pick. But... <laughs> I usually
3: don't revisit a lot of these albums, uh, but this one, this was yeah. one of my... I like that more than the album I brought to the show
2: last week. Oh, we all did. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he's a dick. Okay. Um... <laughs> for irish american you know sometimes it was tough you know because there's not a lot of irish bands that you know i have like in my collection or whatever but apparently john fogarty is um irish american descent i guess you know that could be i don't know a grandfather or something but uh credence killer water revival yeah, that's yeah it. credence that's it right. Credence is a good stuff. This is a Greatest Hits, but it's a 20 Greatest Hits Chronicle. Um, it's really good stuff. This is the Fogarty album. It's, uh, you know, you all know, Susie Q, Proud Mary, you know, everything's on here. Uh, you know, it's like uh, Who'll Stop the Rain. I, I That's one of my favorites. And uh, this is good. You're going to get a heard of the grapevine. A lot of good covers on this, I guess. There's probably like four covers. I don't think that's the thing, too. When bands get famous off of the covers, I always wonder. It's like, that's is that cheating? You know, when a band yeah. is like when they're bigger hits or the or covers, you know, what do you guys think about that? I think that's a good thing. Depends on the arrangement. Uh, what well, <sighs> the execution of the cover.
3: It's still, I mean, like you, you look at like remember Alien Ant Farm, you know, yes, like yeah, that Michael Jackson cover was cover by far the best great. thing they ever did. But they nailed it. I mean, they did a great job with it. They mm-hmm. cut out. Did, did I cut out or did no, Dustin? Dustin. Dustin and, oh, yeah.
2: and Anthony is frozen. Everybody frozen? It's no, you. just you. Anthony, you're.
1: Okay.
2: There we go. Now you're back. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're back. Yeah, yeah. You're back. What were you saying? We missed all of it. Yeah. No, you were we frozen. I think they heard me. Yep. I was frozen?
3: I think so. Yeah. I think they heard me. I
2: wasn't frozen. I heard. <laughs> I would know if I was frozen. <laughs> I'm not frozen. You're frozen. I hear you're frozen. <laughs> I'm right here. I'm warm. I'm not frozen. 98 right, degrees. Well, let, let me hear your, what we were saying. Uh, uh, smooth I, I, criminal,
3: right? I was. Yeah, yeah. I was just okay. saying that it, it's by far the best thing they ever did, and they did yeah. a great job with it. But it great. does feel a little bit like maybe they could not write a better song than that Michael Jackson song.
2: Yeah, I think so. You know, it's just, it ruins, I think it ruins bands. I don't think you should be able to do a cover until like your fourth album. Yeah. And you should, uh, you should have to do your own original music and then, then you get the, you know, and then later on you can kind of, you know, yeah. do a thing. And it shouldn't be a single. It shouldn't be your single. It's an album track. Yeah. It's like, or a B side. Yeah. yeah B side. I agree. Or bonus. Yeah. Bonus. Bonus, bonus track. Um, That's what Iron Maiden used to do.
0: And What, what did they do? They did, they would, every Christmas, they would send out um, to the members of the fan club, they would send out a recorded version of a, of a, a cover song. And probably oh, the most my. famous one was uh, Cross Eyed Mary by, uh, what's their names, uh, by Jethro Tull. Pearl Jam did the same thing with, with the, um. Uh, what, what was that song? Oh, you know, la- the the Death kiss. kiss. Last Kiss. Last Kiss. That's right. That's a yeah.
3: great, that's a great one
0: yeah that that became a single right uh you too did did that with um everlasting love oh wow
3: i didn't know that yeah
0: those and they were all great great you know versions of those songs so i think it really sometimes comes down to how you change the arrangement up and the execution Mm -hmm. of it
2: yeah yeah you're right i guess but it still shouldn't be what people know you for right well, that's yeah. a shame if that is. If that's if that's your only
0: claim to success. I mean,
2: Credence movies. is a great band, but I mean, Proud Mary and uh, let's see, uh, what else? But there? they have a lot of stuff that, that stand on their Grapevine. own. Grapevine. I mean, people, oh, but yeah, people Grapevine. know them for those songs. Is what I'm saying. But who wrote
3: Proud? Was that they? Who wrote Proud Mary?
0: Oh, that's a I good question. Was oh, it Proud Mary? Who pro, I, did I do the for? you the fact. I'm you. positive that's I, uh, I. Tina Turner song.
3: Because I'm more familiar with I feel like that's a version. cover for them, too. Yeah, I thought could, it was a cover be for right. them, too.
0: But I don't but know. But also, you got to remember, know, they, they covered it. in the 1960s, bands did that all the time. You know, someone would come out with a release, and then two, two years later, there'd be a different version of that song coming out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then Elvis would do it.
0: All right. You know, Vanilla <laughs> Fudge did that with the Beatles, You Keep Me Hanging On. Who, Elvis? Oh, I'm sorry, not the Beatles song. Uh, they did do a Beatles song, but uh, the Supreme song. Right. Mm. You Keep Me mm. Hanging On and they changed okay. the arrangement completely, make it like a different song.
2: Yeah, I don't think it's cheap. I mean, that's what Carlos Mancia tried to do with jokes, but apparently <laughs> people thought that was not cool. He's um, a tribute act. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting that comedy, you can't do that. You know, it's yeah. like people get crazy about the jokes, but uh, but in the end, we're all doing the same jokes. We're all doing the exact same jokes. There's I mean, six jokes in the world. <laughs> I agree. I think there's I think there's four. I think <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> three there's three jokes in the truth that's it three jokes in the truth <laughs> so adam did you find out who did proud mary
1: yeah it's uh ike and tina turner i thought it was a cover wait is
2: that was way to, uh, way to crush 1971 it, i thought that yeah that's interesting because i thought i thought they were covering the credence i didn't know i don't know who wrote that yeah. song that's great because oh, it no makes idea. so
3: little sense for credence to cover that i was like oh they must have written it somehow yeah like, as a cover i yeah i don't
2: uh, well so i can tina turner so you know that tina got no money off that song because yeah. um ike uh i'm sure had something to do with that <laughs> so, <laughs> you get a dollar now go get me a sandwich <laughs> not a good dude uh nope. so jeff i'm gonna start with you buddy because you're the you're the one that's does your homework so um What do you got for us this weekend? Oh, by the way, it's it's Women's History Month and celebrating Irish heritage. So that's our theme. And Jeff, what do you got?
0: Um, I'm surprised we haven't really spoke about this artist uh, before, but uh, I picked 1978's Blondie Parallel Lines. And, you know, I was talking to Adam the other day and we we were talking about this. And I was I was thinking that. Sometimes, you know, you, you think about these albums and you go back and listen to them and you kind of remember them a little bit more fondly than than they really are. Like, OK, this is a nice blend of pop, new wave, disco. Um, I kind of looked at it as like an album of some really of her best work and biggest hits hanging on the telephone one way or another, uh, Heart of Glass. And then I think the rest of the album is. You know, OK, I don't you know, nothing, n- nothing, to, like it, nothing at that level of what, you know, the, the mega hits were. Um, this is but this re- album, when you listen to it, it's Debbie Harry and Chris Stein, who um, really are, are the driving force behind Blonde. I mean, Clem Burke, you know, who was a longtime uh, drummer also um, was there, but they really capture and embrace the New York City scene. In the 70s, like the CBGB's punk uh, scene. Um, This album, like I I refer to it as a breakthrough album because uh, it was number one on the Billboard charts. It stayed there for four weeks and it charted for, you know, a couple of years. So this was a tremendous album. And I think... um, the song that everybody knows is, you know, Heart of Glass. And in my opinion, I think it's it's almost like kind of like a sellout song. It kind of replaced the CBGB punk vibe with the Studio 54 vibe, you know, if, if you know, you kind of follow that analogy. Um, my favorite song on the album, I, I love, still can't hear enough of it. I love hanging on the telephone, uh, but it's actually a cover song. So we were talking oh, about covers. Yeah, it's a cover song that. by a, uh-oh. yeah. It's a cover song by an early 70s band called the nerves um but There's it's track but the, yeah, nerve, of it's, the, the nerve, nerve of her the nerve of her to cover ah. yeah, but it's a different arrangement you know this was a male who was singing it she you There's know and <laughs> it fits the theme because remember the follow up you know the next song on the on the album is one way or another so you're talking about like two type of like stalking type of songs and one way oh. or another reminds me a little bit of of the police every breath you take you know mm-hmm. dark obsessive you know um but this but uh hanging on the telephone isn't the only cover on the album she covers um, a buddy holly song called i'm gonna love you uh too what? which is not <laughs> two a two covers song. yeah <laughs> two covers well remember when we talked about joan jett she had a couple of covers You're on like, uh i four, love rock, and roll. Right? I love rock
3: and roll was a cover
0: I love What's rock that? and roll. Crimson yeah. and Clover, uh, uh, both cl- uh, covers. Tommy James and the Shondells. Yeah, she um, should. She should exist. Uh,
3: uh-uh. <laughs> she did. I, her version is better, though. But it doesn't matter, oh. dude. Uh, okay.
2: I could do better versions of people's jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that a few times, <laughs> <laughs> not a lot, but a few times.
0: Hanging on the telephone is, it, it, you know, they made it their song. Um Sunday Girl. It was kind of like the song that they used to play all the time in CBGBs, and it set them apart from uh, from bands like Television and and you know all the bands that would you know would come through there, the, the Dead Boys. You know, it really had like that almost like Caribbean punky uh, type of, of sound. Uh, if I don't know, I, I'm curious to hear what you guys think about Blondie and this album, and if you listen to it objectively, and just don't say it was the the greatest thing since sliced bread. It's a good album, but it's not as great as I really remember it uh, being. And I was on the fence of two albums I was going to do. I wanted to either do 10,000 Maniacs debut album or this one. I was like, I'll go uh, Blondie. I thought it was the safer pick. And like I said, going back to it, it's not as great as as as, as I remember it to be. You know, I, th- I thought there was like a bunch of filler on it, to be honest with you.
2: Well, I did not expect that because I was, I think I, that's you said exactly what I was going to say about the album. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for letting us. Now it's all we want to hear is 10,000 Maniacs. So <laughs> way to put that in our head. We wish you would have picked that one. Um, I, we covered Blondie. Oh, I didn't cover it, but it was a random pool. Best of Blondie mm, was last week. Bro. And I think that's the best way to listen to blondie is like a greatest hits album and uh i feel like i don't know all of their albums um this one you know has all the songs that i remember um hanging on the telephone that's you know it's it's a good way to get you into the album i feel it's uh you know it's a fun beat song you know and the thing is it's like what year did this come out jeff 70 78 yeah and it charts though in 79 that's where
0: it stays on the charts
2: yeah, I mean, you know, the thing is, I, I, I'll I, say this boldly. I think the best, I know you guys will disagree with me. I think the best music was made in the 70s, 90s, uh, then 60s, then 50s, and then maybe, you know, the, the 30s. <laughs> you don't <like> the 80s. <laughs> and then like the Mozart days, and then we'll go 80s. So wow. I feel things that were, exper- the experimentation of the 70s was, I think, just great music. And uh, everything from kind of just before disco not took over or whatever. I mean, th- and she was playing in the midst of disco. So for her to kind of make a, an album that kind of played into a little bit, even Kiss was doing like disco esque stuff. Yeah. So, but this is, you know, this is a good album. One way or another is a great song. I mean, you know, it's like, it's funny how, you know, just uh, she is kind of a stalker. I wonder who that person is she, she did these uh, songs about. But uh, Dave Coulier,
3: I heard. Is that who it is?
2: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. See now, you guys are getting it. That's all I want. Just be funny. I don't care. Eleven (laughs) fifty nine. I feel like she was always outside uh, this dude's house. Um, Yeah, this—that's a good song. You know, it's—it's—it's—it's. Yeah, it's like five good songs, and then everything else is. It's still Blondie. So even it's like Pizza. Even when it's bad, it's good, because it's like her voice is amazing. Uh, she's a badass bitch. She's like the Lady Gaga of her time. Like she's, you know, she's like nobody's cooler than Blondie. Yeah, the fact that they kind of came through and paid their dues and found their sound and got their hits. Definitely did, and, and got their, you know, their exposure. And she's an icon. You know, I mean, Madonna t- took all that. You know, it's like you know, so, she's one of these people that laid it down and so many people were inspired by it. And so kind of like the next band we're going to talk about. But it's like, you know, it, it's just sometimes there's people that just, you know, just really are the first to kind of really take it to that level. And she was great. And she had a little Marilyn Monroe and a little whatever. It was just punk and everything kind of mixed together, which is nice. A nice little smorgasbord of music. But uh, yeah, like I said, you know, one way or another is probably my favorite song on here. And then, uh, yeah, I skipped through a couple of songs and Heart of Glass is a great song. But uh, yeah, it was good. It was good to listen to it because it's like it, it definitely brings you to that place. You feel like a kid, you know, you're just like listening to Blondie and driving your car. It's great. And uh, so, yeah, that's that. Uh, what do you think, uh, Anthony? On the old Blondie I, uh,
3: you know, I, I mostly so I, I like Blondie, but I mostly have also listened to collections. Yeah. So I was I'm, I'm not really I was actually surprised that Heart of Glass was on the same album as uh, one way or another. Because yeah. it sounds like there should be a couple albums in between. Um but I felt pretty similar. Like there's no bad songs on here, yeah. but I definitely felt like at certain points I was uh just sitting through some of these yeah. songs. You skip
2: um, a few, you know, but they're not bad. You're just No, like, not yeah. bad. Yeah. Still still
3: good. You know, it's it's not torture or anything like that. It's just uh nothing. Is as um, good as the standout tracks, and I didn't know that one of them was a cover. The, yeah. Thing that and
0: Anthony, not... just just to yeah to, to add to what you were saying. Um, remember, this album comes out in '78. It's written in '77. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the height of disco and new wave, and yeah. you know this is this is a second album uh, for them, yeah. right? Okay. So what happens is uh, the A guy. Is telling them to check boxes. Like the way like bands check boxes oh, now. Yeah. So that's why you have like your punk sound. You have your new wave sound. And then they added heart of glass as a disco sound of on this. That's interesting. And, and again, that becomes the breakthrough uh hit for them.
2: Yeah. It's a great sound. Yeah, song. Love yeah I'd like to hear Blondie a little more stripped down, you know. I feel like uh you know a lot of keyboards obviously um Part of their sound, but yeah. yeah, I would like to hear the I because I feel like this can't be this. I mean, I guess it was the CBGBs. I guess they we're doing keyboards and stuff there. It wasn't all just Iggy Pop rock and stuff. Uh, and sure the sound people, is good. The sound, yeah, is good. In it's that good room. But I would CBGB like too. to hear without you know stripped down. I think it would be yeah. cool to have Blondie's voice with you know some just guitar and bass and drums yeah. and like that's it. You know, be fun to see. I don't know. There's a lot of bands like that that I feel if you took the keyboard out, maybe it'd be a little. <laughs> I saw them live right.
3: a couple of years back with uh Liz Fair opening up. Oh, cool. And they're still, I mean, and that drummer is still awesome. He was like yeah. doing all kinds of tricks and throwing great. sticks and um they they sounded great. They looked great. They sounded great. Well, most of them look great. There's some of them uh, <laughs> some of them were getting up there. But uh yeah. they were they were they were great.
0: He was the first rock star I met and became friends with. Who? uh Clem Burke. He played in a he played out in an offshoot band called The Colors. And me and my friends, you, you know, somehow we became my friend John Truman became friends with him, introduced us and we would go see them whenever they played. And you know, that was the first time I ever went backstage on a concert and, you know, kept in touch with a guy and who knew my name. That, that nice. was the first guy amazing
2: anthony now my you're first guy. Shit. yeah <laughs> you <got it. laughs> anthony's the only guy <laughs> we kept in <it> touch <laughs> a little too much um <laughs> i can't shake you i can't shake you <laughs> one way or another <laughs> it's not natural there's anthony there he is all right <laughs> be my neighbor soon
1: uh adam talk to me uh, well, First off, uh, when you were talking about the decades of music, I gotta agree: seventies and then nineties. Uh, and I think uh, so, I think. And so. I think the problem with the eighties was the synth, the keyboard I think the so. synth. I yeah, think so. yeah. Just really. Uh, There's some just just fun the metal. Decade.
2: There's some fun metal happening, but I yeah. feel like overall Thrashing lasting stuff. music, it's you're gonna go nineties and seventies, and I'm and I'm just rediscovering a lot of the nineties because I'm you know I haven't been catching up, but it's it's so good, man. Yeah. Just that grunge. I mean, you kids were right about that grunge. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's really good that stuff. Grunge, uh,
1: but uh, so yeah, I mean this this album. I I hadn't heard Parallel Lines before. I've heard uh, just like Anthony. I heard a lot of the uh, Blondie collections. Um, and the album, though, even without hearing it, well, hearing it for the first time, it, it just had a, a familiar sound to it because a lot of these songs just you know you you hear them all the time. Uh, the the right when I got the text from Jeff that we were going to be doing parallel lines. Um, I had the TV on and there was a remix on one of the commercials of uh, Heart of Glass playing. Nah. Huh. So you could just yeah. you just hear this stuff over and over. Yeah. Uh, but it's not. I mean, it, I think one way or another, uh, Heart of Glass are still great songs. Uh, but I I actually really like the filler on here. Uh, Fade away and radiate. Eleven fifty nine. I was gonna say I'm gonna love you too, but I, I didn't realize that was a, a cover. Um, and actually, that song kind of reminded me of uh, "Rudy Can't Fail" from the Clash.
3: Oh, mm,
1: nice! But, um, but I mean, it's Blondie. It's um, you know the the you know her, her sound is is varied. It's it's enjoyable, and uh, you know I really I really enjoyed the album.
2: Yeah. It's enjoyable. You know, it's a good, you know, I enjoy. I enjoyed it in the car. Like it was, a yeah. good, you know, it's uh. that's, you get, you get a car thumbs up from me. Um, <laughs> but, but I love her. Deborah Harry is an actress. Yeah. Like she's yeah. great. Videodrome. She's such a, yeah. Oh she's yeah. It's great in such video. Such a kick-ass chick, you know, she's like just that cool rock and roll, uh, Absolutely. She, you know, so it's like, you know, she's really just great for music. So I'm glad she's around and produce all the great stuff she did. Very cool. Um, so today this is, uh, I, you know, we're always trying to do weird shit here cause I get bored. So <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> I wanted to do like a confessional thing and I'm actually going to start with you, Jeff, so you can get ready. Um, and then I'll do mine last cause it kind of bleeds into my stuffs today. So. Uh, I asked the guys, you know, we could just kind of do like, you know, something like a um, like if you got a song wrong, like you thought somebody else sang it or if there's like a guilty pleasure or if there's like an embarrassing concert story. So it's kind of like music confessionals with uh, Dustin's vinyl crew. So we'll go with you, Jeff. What do you got today?
0: I mean, I'm, I'm going I'm- to. I'm going to be kind of like vulnerable here. And I think you kind of know this about me, Dustin, but <laughs> people don't, but I mean, I have, I have embarrassing guilty pleasures, man. Like I, I drive around sometimes and I'll listen to like Broadway show tunes. I'll, I'll put on like cast albums of like Pippin. You know, oh. I, 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 I love it. And I'm, and I'm driving and I'm singing to on the right track. And, you know, it's like, I love that shit, man. I, you know, um, God, man, I, uh, I was listening to gospel, uh this week. You know, <laughs> Lord, save the children. Um, you know, I, I'll just get into a mood and I'll put on a can uh, I love the, the soundtrack to. Um, oh, uh, what, what's the one about the Vietnam War? Miss Saigon.
2: Ah, uh, oh, it's yeah. such an Classic, emotional
0: yeah. one, you know. So yeah, I, I ate I mean, Jesus Christ, man! It, like it's the music of of Tim Rice and Elton John uh, yeah. c- come together. It, it's just so beautiful and and so falling, <laughs> you know. Oh, also this today, I'm listening to West Side Story. I'm dry, I'm John like Larry David singing Officer Crumphy, and, <laughs>
2: and, and cool and cool. <laughs> when you're a jet, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, so gay. I, I, I get it. You know, it's like I. You know, so it's so funny. It's like I'm actually into that. So like Moulin Rouge, I love. I like the. It's Duke great. Version. Yeah. yeah. I thought they did a cool job. The movie I like, I like, um, you know, that's why I like the Rocket Man movie. I just like a musical movie. Agreed. I'm really into that. I think that's a good time. I appreciate you, Jeff, being vulnerable. Uh, Now you you guys have a lot to make fun of me on.
0: We
3: had a lot before. So it's not that you're giving us (laughs) your your non guilty pleasures should be guilty pleasures.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't
0: know. I don't know what that means, Anthony.
3: I'll take Pippin over uh, John Mellencamp.
0: Anything? Yep. Oh, you're an idiot. Pippin. You have no idea. Come on. <laughs> we don't say the I, I word. Was, I'm just fighting <laughs> with somebody. I'm telling them about
2: you. I'm just, I'm just being you know, I'm vulnerable. These people, idiots. Jay, come on, man. That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you say John Cougar Mellencamp
2: is bad. All right. This, I don't like them. This, this podcast needs to be a little more woke. That's all I'm saying. Right. I to <laughs> each other, everybody. <laughs>
1: All I'm going to say
2: is Bobby Bear Jr. Thank you. Uh, poor Bobby Bear. Can't catch a break. What
3: did he ever do?
2: What a <laughs> dick. We're getting a Which lot of complaints. audience has spoken? <laughs> Jeff, what a dick. Right. <laughs> Probably to me, but I'm going to say it's for you. Uh- <laughs> I feel attacked. That's all right. You should. You should. Uh, but you were vulnerable,
1: so it's fine. Uh,
2: let's go, Adam. What do you got? What do you have?
1: Uh, well, you? well, first, now I want to go listen to the Pippin soundtrack. That's one of my. <laughs> I, I actually sang. Uh, yeah, yeah, I actually sang uh, "A Corner of the Sky" back in middle school for an audition. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I see that coming. That's yeah. I I I saw the revival too. It was it was amazing. Me too. It was right with that yeah. chick who was singing. It was
0: yeah. great. But Andrea um, Martin played the grandmother from Second City.
2: <laughs> You're so gay, What's Jeff. I love
0: <laughs> Oh, shut up, Dustin.
2: <laughs> and I mean gay in a beautiful way. Everybody, calm down. <laughs> Everybody,
1: calm down. Uh, so what do you what do you got there? Adam? All right, I'm going to go with an uh, embarrassing concert moment. Yes, please. All right, so uh, back in. Uh, 2012, um Golden Voice decided to uh capitalize on Coachella by doing a uh, Coachella cruise called the SS Coachella. Hmm. And uh they were doing it for two weekends. So me and my brother see this. We're like, we gotta go on this, we gotta go. So we we get uh, tickets for the first weekend. It, it was it was like a three-day fest heading to I guess it was uh, Bermuda, wherever Atlantis is, I think it's Bermuda or Bahamas, yeah. one of those the Atlantis places.
0: is in, in the, the Bahamas.
1: Bahamas, yeah. But, um, so everywhere you walk on the boat is about like 50 feet, every 50 feet you walk, there's a bar, there's a makeshift bar, there's drinks everywhere. <laughs> there so the comes. first, <laughs> the first night, me, so me and my brother basically trade off the nights, uh, who, which one of us gets blackout drunk. Mine was the second, the second night there. Um, we, we go to, uh, so James Murphy of the, of LCD sound system is there and they, um, cause it's a cruise, they throw these activities out there. So he does like a wine tasting. And I just get absolutely hammered there, mixing <laughs> wine, beer, all this stuff. I, At some point, I lose everybody I'm there with. Um, <laughs> and I end They're up. You're one of those drunks. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Where oh, shut up, me? Anthony. It it was you a- cried a mailbox. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> hey, whatever. I don't remember. <laughs> so, uh, I do. so I got video. <laughs> So Killer Mike is playing, and uh, I I uh, I'm like I gotta I gotta check him out. I know uh, yeah I I only know him from Run the Jewels, but uh, I I go down. He's playing on a small stage in one of the uh, one of the auditoriums they have there on the ship, and I'm just absolutely out of my mind, hammered. I'm up in the very front, pretty much up against the stage, just jumping up and down, shouting, yelling, singing. I don't even know one Killer uh, Mike song. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know know if anybody's around me. I don't know what's going on. And (laughs) at some point, I just take a header right onto the stage. (laughs) I had my beer in my hand. It's all over me. I'm just laying on the stage there as he's performing. (laughs) (laughs) That's rock star, kids. And uh, I don't even know if there's a security or anything, but he picks me up mid-song high fives me and I just get right off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ended up, I ended up getting a, uh, a photo with him later too. And I got to see if I could find it. I don't, I don't remember. I just the next day. I see it on my phone. I'm like, Oh yeah, I got a photo of killer. Mike. You got to find that picture. <laughs> yeah. that's great. That is amazing. I well, that, that is, that, that's going to be my t-shirt. <laughs> that same <laughs> night too. Um, I think uh, there was uh, uh, Grimes was playing and there was a, uh, um, she wasn't, she wasn't on stage. I forget who was playing, but, there was a beach ball going around, and I take it, and I just wing it as hard as I can behind me, not realizing she's behind me, just right into her face, just a <laughs> beer-soaked beach ball. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You're a good man. time, Adam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I'm just, You and I would have partied 15 years ago. Uh,
2: <laughs>
1: I, I, I'm just glad there was no... I mean, well, I guess that there were iPhones, but nobody filmed it. It would have been really... Embarrassing. Oh, yeah, though. I qu- I quit drinking just in time. Yeah, yeah.
2: Technology came out, and it's like, oh, okay. I would have been canceled in two seconds. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anthony. Oh,
3: man, how am I gonna follow that? None of all us right. can follow
2: that. None uh, of us can follow I, that. It's all right. I, uh
3: if I mentioned this before on the show, I, I have some some okay. al- alternates. But uh, when I was a little kid, I thought that um. On the, uh, David Lee Roth song, uh, uh, Yankee Rose, you know, the spoken word intro Mm -hmm. when I was a kid, I thought that was Bill Cosby. Doing the,
2: the silver. <laughs> Cosby, David Lee Roth, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Except thought. They didn't have deal. to drug girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that was the
3: one that I thought was another, <laughs> another person.
2: That's great. This is great. I love this. This is silly and vulnerable. Vulnerable Dustin's right. vinyl. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Mine's not nearly as funny as yours. It's not your fault. Um, <laughs> yours is great. Mine's not funny. But here's the deal is, uh, I wear, I'm wearing this shirt, right? And everything. Yes. And so, you know, one of my favorite songs is black Betty. Um, I think it's such a, such a great song. And, uh, it's, it's, it's just a song. Every time you hear it, you're like, yeah, let's do some black Betty. You know, it's like, you just can't not get into it. And so I've spent probably the, and this is recent, up until this week, I spent the last couple of years looking for the Thin Lizzy uh, Black Betty song on an album because I just wow. knew it was them. <laughs> I've heard oh, Ram Shit. to Ram or whatever, but I thought that was just part of because the song kind of says that. So I didn't realize that it was, you know, I just, I just knew that Thin Lizzy sang that song. And, I, and I've been looking for that track on all of their albums forever. <laughs> and I realized this week that They did not do that song. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) What's the name of the band that does do it? Ram to Ram. Ram. Ram Ram Jam. Ram Jam. Ram Ram, to Ram. Listen to me. I can't get it right at all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I used to work at Adam. You may know the bar. I used to work at this bar called uh, Black Betty's.
2: Oh Oh, yeah. 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 Oh.
0: And my friend, my friend owned it, and they would that would be like they played that like every hour on the hour.
2: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's an amazing song. I just, for some reason, I just thought Thin Lizzy sang it. I had no idea. I can see, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like a Thin Lizzy song. Yeah. It's got that 70s vibe to it. Yeah. Hmm. It's a good song. I think it's, uh, you know, that that band got kind of a one-hit wonder, I think, for them. They didn't really, I mean, obviously, I don't know anything about them because I thought Thin Lizzy sang this (laughs) I I have no credibility at all. My side went out on me. It was bands like, you're right,
0: um, it was Ram Jam, Uriah Heap, Nazareth. They all kind of kind of blended together. They all kind of had that 70s hard rock
3: sound. Oh, yeah. Hair of the Dog is a good Nazareth yeah. right. oh, That's Great amazing.
0: song. That's good.
2: So I don't know if we have much time to cover this album, but, uh, you know, we'll give it a shot. We'll try to do this in a short amount of time. Um, Thin Lizzy is a band that uh, a lot of people talk about. Um, I feel like, you know... It's one of those bands that, if you know anything about music, you probably know they don't sing Black Betty. (laughs) but uh you know comes up in conversation a lot a lot of you know people that are you know that know their shit you know with rock and whatnot bring up then lizzie quite a bit then lizzie consists of phil and not uh bass guitar and vocals uh scott gorham lead guitar uh brian robertson lead guitar and brian downey drums um this is a really cool band. Uh, it's uh, you know, they're, they're, I, I love the name of the band, Thin Lizzy. Uh, it's better than the original name, which was Fat Lisa, and they had to <laughs> 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 trying to keep it funny. <laughs> Black Betty, my underbrim. Okay. Uh, How's that? There beat? it is. Yeah, that's what it is. The drums bring you in, um, but uh, apparently this band, uh, the Thin Lizzy, was uh, it was. The name of the they got the name from a comic book, uh, an Irish comic book. And it was uh, I think it was Tin Lizzy, which was mm. a robot that was in this comic book. Was, and but with their accent, because um, they're Irish, uh, they would say, you know, when they would say 10, it would sound like thin. And so they'd be like, we're Tin Lizzy. And they're like, what? Then Lizzy, what? Then Lizzy. And then eventually like, yeah, I guess we're thin Lizzy because nobody uh. thinks we're saying 10. So apparently that's how they got the name which I think is oh,
3: that's cool. I didn't and know that. so,
2: yeah, so that's that, uh, this is, you know, the, I love the format of this band because it's kind of like the Beatles, you got the bass player singing and, you know, and playing the bass and you get the two guitarists and the thing. So I think, you know, it's unfortunate. This band is not, you know, kind of bigger than, you know, they should be, you know, they're definitely a great band. Um, 72, I think they kind of came together, uh, the drummer, Uh, And the singer, kind of, Lanat and, uh, let's see, Downey kind of ended up doing a song, some Irish uh, music together and kind of made this rock song that kind of like hit. Uh, Let's see. And uh, then they kind of ended up with uh, producer John Alcock. Uh, (laughs) I said Alcock. He, uh, (laughs) He kind of put this band together. It kind of shaped them because they're kind of more, they kind of start leading into kind of a jam band sound. And I think this particular producer kind of like tightened their songs and they didn't really like a lot of the work that he did as a producer because they felt like, you know, this is what we do. And like, it was some, you know, kind of some, some back and forth about how much guitar to add and, and things like that. And, um, you know, it, it, it is definitely when you hear it, the best part of, um, the music is when there's doing the solos and stuff. So I can see, I can see those solos going on for like, you know, fish, kind of quality hours where it's like, it won't stop. So I think sometimes these people have to kind of rein in the jam band. And so, uh, let's see. So this, this album came out in 76. Uh, this is, you know, it, it, it it didn't do amazing, but it, it kind of, you know, got them off kind of off and running, I guess. um, Let's see. Let's break down the songs a little bit. Jailbreak. um, This is kind of it was their first kind of radio hit. Um, This was like a kind of a soulful song and I can relate to it because most of my family's been arrested. So I'm really into (laughs) the idea of Jailbreak. (laughs) It's uh, and also you can hear like, uh, you know, you hear the beginnings of kind of a lot of metal music we hear now. And so it's like that's what thing with this band is this band is like a base for everything that happened in the 80s when it comes to like metal, like hair metal and stuff. And so you see people just picking and choosing from this band. And it's kind of like that's, you know, kind of a standard for a lot of metal music. Um, Boys are back in town. You know, it's our jailbreak. Sorry. Jailbreak's that song. Then we got Angel from the Coast is coming. Uh, this, is, this is a good song. Kind of kind of has they sort of have a kind of a Grateful Dead feel. You know, you sort of get some Jimi Hendrix thing going on. And then it kind of breaks into like this Allman Brothers, you know, kind of jam band stuff. Uh, running back. Uh, apparently, this was the original single that was before uh, Boys Are Back in Town. This was supposed to be kind of their pop hit, and uh, they didn't go with it. And it was they didn't like this. They brought in some piano dude, and like he played it, and they hated the fact that they brought in the piano. And because you know, it's like sometimes you just want to be a guitar band, and it's like they fought over that. Uh, Romeo and the Lonely Girl, kind of a love song, uh, never released as a single, but uh, it's a fan favorite. Warriors. This is my favorite song this song is so badass uh i love the beginning of it i love it. it it has and talk about hendrix i mean he sounds like hendrix when he's uh you know kind of singing it you know he has that feel to it and then i found out later actually you know this song is about <laughs> actually uh rock stars that did drugs and it was kind of like this pro kind of like they're warriors because it's, they they know the life they're choosing and they're going to figure it out as they go and this is you know it's either going to work out or not work out and so you know as an addict it's like i could relate to the idea of that but uh it's just a really groovy song, this really cool stuff. Boys are back in town. that's most people know them from this song. Um, it's you know, it, originally it was called GI Joe. And uh, it was kind of a throwaway song. They recorded 15 songs for this album. they narrowed it down to nine, and then some of those 15, uh, this was one of the songs, GI. Joe, and then the producer was like, "Hey, I really like this song." And uh, they weren't sure because it was kind of anti-war. But then they ended up, you know, changing it to Boys Are Back in Town and became their big hit. And without this song, I don't know if people even know who they are at all. So this is like their big kind of breakthrough song. Uh, to, to, to Fight or Fall. It's a, kind of a deep, tender song. Kind of cool, powerful, you know, fun, whatever. Cowboy song. Come on now. This is... <laughs> I love this one. This is... I have cranked this song, this and Black Betty, many times. Because it's... This song is really cool because it kind of starts... <laughs> Oh, exactly. it, it, it starts out kind of like, you know, kind of an old kind of, you know, cowboy movie song kind of thing, like on the range kind of thing. And then it just goes into a riff. And uh, it's just I love this song. I've cranked this song up many times with my headphones, walk into a gig and uh, envision myself in a movie with this song playing. And I just really love this. Uh, this song should have been a bigger hit. I mean, it's pretty. Pretty popular, you know, people probably know it here and there, but I think this song should be a little more kind of a standard hit, if you will, in the rock world. Uh, Emerald is how they close the album. Um, you know, this is uh, probably one of the best solos I've ever heard in my life. You know, there's the solo, the dual solos and stuff in this song are great. And uh, it's it's also kind of an Irish song about the invading of the Irish and people invading Ireland and all that stuff. So it's got a kind of a war message to it as well, but great album. Um, You know, it's like, uh, you know, Black Betty's not on this album, but it's definitely (laughs) something one, an album everybody should own. And uh, I've really gotten into it and listened to it quite a few few times in the past couple of days. So this is, uh, yeah, that's my Thin Lizzy. And uh, this is really cool how it does that. Oh, nice. I love that. And so, yeah. All right. Anthony, what do you think, buddy? Would you like this album? All right.
3: So I, I like Thin Lizzy. I mean, Boys Are Back in Town is a great song. Jailbreak is probably my favorite song by them. In my late teens, early 20s, I was in a band uh, and I played drums in a band and and we used to cover Jailbreak. Oh, nice. Uh, So I've always liked that song. Actually, the name of the band was The Nerve. Not to be confused with The Nerves, who we mentioned earlier. Or The Verve. Or The Verve. Or Or The Verve Pipe. Or The (laughs) Verve. So I I, I like Thin Lizzy, but I felt similar about this album as I did about the Blondie album. I felt like there's some classic songs in there. And then there's some other songs. And the other songs are fine. I got no problem with the other songs. But they uh, definitely... You can you feel the difference between jailbreak and then like the rest of the album.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, a cowboy song is good. Mm-hmm. You know, I warriors is good. I think, you know, I, I mean, fight or fall, I could live without, but you know, it's just, I still think this song, I mean, this band kind of fell apart, you know, yeah. it's like uh, the guy got hepatitis. Oh you know, yeah. They fired. Every, the guitarist, you know, everybody, they fell apart. Yeah, so Phil, I feel like Phil this side, yeah, this is like a g. Ge- this is like the message in the bottle, you know. Whereas uh, genie yeah. in the bottle, what is it? Genie in the bottle. What is it? Uh,
3: there's both. So you could yeah. have a message or a
2: genie. <laughs> 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 what is it? Lightning in a bottle. That's Lightning it. in a bottle. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, so many things sleep. in bottles.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've done a lot of bottle. That's why our break does not work. I've, yeah, I've done like three concerts like that, Adam. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, I think if they had had kind of the same momentum. That they had with this album, then they might yeah. have been a little bigger and been able to kind of yeah. cross over. So, yeah, but you know, but I, I liked it. Good. I
3: thought it was good. I just those are the strongest songs to me. Is the the, the two ones that everyone know? That
2: everyone yeah. Knows. Well, you know what else came out in '76? Hotel California. <laughs> oh, oh, great album. The Eagles. <laughs> it's an <laughs> great album. Great full album. A lot album, to compete Anthony. with. Uh, Jeff, I'm sure, you, I'm sure you, it seems like you're kind of banned.
0: Uh, yeah i mean there's in my opinion there's not a bad song on this album not one bad song i was i i went back and listened to it I, I tried to be critical and pick out something i didn't like there's not a song I think it's great. Um, The open from the opening riff of that that that, that's such jailbreak is great. Um, I don't even think boys are back in town, maybe because I heard it two million times. But I I love uh, Romeo and the Lonely Girl. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cowboy song is great. Angel from the coast is great. I mean, those are songs that really really stand out. I mean, I can listen to the top five songs in this album. And, and keep going back and not even get to the final four songs of the album. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is an amazing album, a great band. Um, I think it's a sin that they're not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when you look at some of the other shit that's in there. Um,
2: well, I think it's... They like, should be in. Yeah. I, yes and no. I think this, is, this band had the talent to be in, but they don't have the body of work to be in. You know, I feel like they need four jailbreaks. They got one. Yeah. And I think that's the problem. That's the only reason they're not in. This is this. I mean, this band musically is as good as anybody. But it's. I think. I think that's what it is. Even old Pat Benatar. At least he's probably got three good albums. But they. You know. She just.
0: <laughs> this band has one. We know that she has more than that, and she has a bunch of hits. But we're not talking. We're not talking about Pat Benitoff. And I spared you guys Pat Benatar. Okay. I would uh, love to listen
3: to <laughs> yeah, That's our album. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I would love nothing more for Anthony to have to listen on a loop. Loves that. Well, we're gonna
2: do that eventually. We're gonna. We're gonna I like the I album for live. the person. <laughs> yeah, we're that's gonna pick the album for the person. We're gonna no, do but, that. We'll do but that. I eventually. gotta say,
0: man, when, when to, to re-listen to this album. Okay, I had it because it was a good though. listen. It was a oh, really dude, good this was, had a good this, time with it. You I mean you like you said, you throw this on in a car and you, you're driving like you know yeah, to a to a gig good, an hour and a half away. Yeah. This is ma- such a good listen. It's
2: great. And it's great on vinyl in your house. Like it sounds really good with the vinyl and the speakers up. It. And yeah, I really
1: enjoyed it. Uh Adam, what'd you feel about Jailbreak? So Lizzie. one of my uh one of my favorite bands is the Hold Steady. And they actually do a cover of of uh, Cowboy song. Mm, cool, mm. man. And uh and they're uh they're they're Influenced by Thin Lizzy. I had really listened to Thin Lizzy, um, you know, outside of knowing the boys are back in town. But um, I, I thought this was a, a great album. Um, really liked Angel from the Coast, Running Back, Romeo and the Lonely Girl, uh, Cowboy Song, all all fantastic songs. And to bring it back to the beginning of the show, I found a, an article about the uh, uh, bands where their cover songs were the biggest hits. And I don't know if I agree with this, but they put Thin Lizzy on it, Whiskey in the Jar.
2: Uh, well, they made the song right. Metallica cover it. Oh, that- covered whiskey in the jar. Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. they, Metallica. Oh, okay. so Thin Lizzy. Uh, they, they, it's their song. Yeah, that's right. Because that was one right. of their only big songs in '72 or whatever. Yeah, I I looked that up. And then oh, so yeah, Metallica covered it. Okay.
0: And it's a Metallica does great covers. Their version of Turn the Page is, yeah.
2: is an amazing version. Yeah. It is good mm-hmm. cover. Yeah, it's, but it's still cheating. Even if they do a great job. <laughs> <It's> like. <laughs> but they were already known. <laughs>
3: So it wasn't, (laughs) it wasn't an alien ant farm situation. And
2: I like (laughs) covers, but the best, I've never, I rarely go to a concert and a band doesn't play a cover. Yeah. Like it's, it's rare when you go to a concert and they don't play covers. Like it's like, yeah, there's always live band. And when they play live, they always play at least one or two. And so it's, you know. And I, yeah. I just expect it. and When I don't hear a cover, I'm always kind of like, that's uh, cool. You know what I mean? They just they yeah. did it on their own terms, you know?
0: Sticks doesn't do Rocketman? What's up? Sticks doesn't do
2: Rocketman? I don't go to Sticks. I, I went mean, to see Sticks last week. They they, they covered Rocketman. <laughs> mm. <laughs> see, they didn't need to do that. There's no need for that. <laughs> it's like- have they ever covered Rocket Man? Like, that's just no, they, they just did yeah. a, kind of like an impromptu uh, <laughs> yeah, version do of it. That. Oh, don't do that, don't do that. Nobody needs that.
3: <laughs> so, that is really strange.
2: Do your own stuff, kids. Do your own stuff. <laughs> uh very even uh even the things are changing in the pop culture i think um what's her kelly clark and snoop Dogg have a new show coming out i can't believe i'm plugging this and it's (laughs) instead of the american idol thing where they do somebody else's song it's like who to find trying to find the most original song trying to find like bands is it written song yeah, they're find like an original song, and it's like they compete mm-hmm. against each other. But it's original music as opposed oh, to like it's always freaking covers on those shows. And so yeah, I yeah. think that's pretty cool. That's where we're headed. Anthony, get your songs ready.
3: <laughs> I, got, I got I'm <laughs> working on two albums right
2: now. <laughs> he is for divorce. It's going to be a <laughs> mega hit. I feel. Yeah. <laughs> all right everybody this was fun today we're going to be yeah. do, who knows what we're going to do sometimes we do confessionals sometimes we do whatever we don't know this has been a fun show i love it like this uh thanks for listening and watching dustin's vinyl please follow us on all the platforms we could use your love and uh keep record stores alive shop by vinyl i uh, buy everybody Woo! bye guys good show. Bye. good show guys good stuff love you